I mean, I've been a little uh, AFK from the old uh, the AF sphere. AFK? Away from keyboard. Get with the time, Steve. What are you, like 80 years old? Whatever. Yeah. Oh so coming. God. Well, I know what Zoom <laughs> is. So coming to you over the Boomerville Zoom airwaves. It's the Sons of Honarchy podcast with your host, Steve-O, a.k.a. Drunk Shy Sox fan. And hot take Tommy. And I don't know if it's uh, Boomerville over by you and Forest Park, but I know that I'm uh, hip and happening here in Chicago. <laughs> I'm hip. I have a and 606 hip. area code. <laughs> anyway, we're coming to you today with our thoughts, comments, and concerns regarding our starting rotation. Um, you have concerns about the starting rotation? I thought I you other had bigger because I thought we were good here. Um, All we're right. talking about Heaven's New Angel. We've got... <laughs> Good award. And then let's talk about these replacement level players that are replacing our all-stars right now. All of this brought to you by us. So make sure you rate, subscribe, review. Let's go. People. All right. See, I got that down. RSR. All right. RSR. Tom, quick uh, check in. How you doing, my friend? I'm hanging in there, my guy. I'm, I'm um, my voice is a little uh, tired. What is that? Uh, well, dude, I'm stretching. I'm stretching my, my, my face. I I had a bachelor party this last weekend and it was a lot of fun. I'll, I'll tell you that, but, um, it was a lot of liquid IVs as well. Um, oh, so are you on the liquid IV grind? You ever, now? You've had those. They're, they're great. Yeah. They're, they're definitely lifesavers. I, uh, I didn't have a hangover the whole time. That's a, that's a pro strat. Yeah. That's right impressive. There. You know, I was talking to other guys in the bachelor party. I can't remember who it was exactly that told me this. Cause I was at that wedding that you were in the bachelor party for yes indeed you are and i asked somebody like uh, about how it went or whatever and they're like oh yeah like one day tommy really wanted to order dominoes and <laughs> we didn't but i found him this is cam i think the, yeah. the the guy who got married or actually has been married technically but um he said yeah i found tommy like cooking over the stove and he oh. like was all discreet about it <laughs> And, he, and then he go, what are you doing, Tommy? And he goes, I'm making, was it quesadilla? What no, grilled cheeses, man. Grilled cheeses. Like, cheeses. It's like, I'm making a grilled cheese. You that's want one? Perfect, Is that okay? That's the perfect midnight food, man. Yeah, so I like, it. we were staying at at the the groom-to-be's place, the now groom. Uh, he's been married for a year. This was a COVID re-wedding, uh, as it were. But he uh, had uh, all the fixings for grilled cheese, and, and somebody came out at midnight with just a cold sandwich. And I was like, that's not it, man. And uh, okay, it can work, too. If you're, re- if you're really drunk, almost, there's a lot of things that can work in a pinch, but warm and warmer and greasier is usually better. I agree with you. And that's why I stepped in. I was like, here, let me just pop on the stove really quick. I'm sure Cam, All right. by the way, Cam was already asleep at this point. So I just, I whipped up a few, uh, greasy, uh, greasy little grilled cheeses. And, and speaking of Cam, he has been on this podcast, so he has. maybe he <laughs> listens every now and again, but shout out to Cam, uh, for getting married. Congratulations, Cam and Abby. All right. Let's, um, Let's talk White Sox baseball, Tom, because that's the main reason why we're here. Um, obviously, because you were too busy being popular, you didn't catch any of those White Sox Tigers games, right? <laughs> All I saw was uh, Dylan Cease giving him the pipe. So you know, I can't be, I can't be mad. <laughs> da- Daddy, Daddy Dylan owns uh, owns the Detroit Tigers. So. Uh, Daddy Dylan, let's go, baby. <laughs> well, um, I- I'll talk about Cease in a minute. And obviously the Detroit series, we took three out of four. Socks look good. I don't think there's much really to talk about there. What's more impressive are these last three games, right, yeah. Tom? Yeah, you got to beat up on the on the, on the the basement dwellers. And we did so. Yeah, these these Rays games, I mean, come on. That's that's all that matters. When you go up against the best you, and you take the take the W, Come on. I mean, it was it was hyped up as a, you know, playoff type atmosphere, playoff type matchups these last three. And they didn't disappoint. I I, this was and by they I mean, both teams did not disappoint. All three of these games were fairly close. They were they were good matchups. So let's talk about that first game that the Sox lost um, with Lynn. Lynn barely overmatched us now. Um, we've got Lynn that gave up runs over six. Glass now who gave up two runs over five. Glass now obviously with the injury. Um, 
the Rays bullpen shut us down big time and showed that their top guys are consistently consistent and elite. <laughs> you like that one? Consistently consistent. But I got into I, I got into a conversation with this about somebody on White Sox or on White Sox Twitter. They were like, "Oh, the White Sox." I I said something about the Rays bullpen being better than ours, and they said, "Oh no, they're not better than us." And I was like, "Liam's better, but they've got more guys that are way more consistent." Yeah, they're they're about to yeah no, and um, that showed today, which we can talk about in a when minute. you're throwing Ryan Burr in the tenth inning. He did well, I'll give you. He did well, and I'm proud of him, and I'm and I'm right. in his corner. But when you're throwing Ryan Burr in the tenth inning, you got you might have a couple problems. That's all I got. Yeah, say. talking about Lance Lynn though, um, you know, not his best stuff, not elite. Do you do you have any worries? Do you think he's getting a little uh, help from the the, the spider tack, the, the sunblock and whatever, and all, all the, the substances. Here's the thing. If, if he's getting help from those substances, he didn't stop using them yesterday or two days ago, whatever this was. He, he was using, if he was using them, he's going to continue to use them. We're just facing a better lineup that can actually make long contact. That's what this, this raised team does. It doesn't hit for, for contact. It hits for power. So he got burned by what the the long ball, and that's gonna happen against the race. It's just gonna happen. Even when you, even when you're Lance fucking Lynn, you're gonna get tagged for three runs over six or was it? Yeah, no, he won seven, didn't he? Three runs over he seven. Won six. I think it was so six. Three runs Pretty over sure. six. That's a quality start. That keeps your team in the ball game. You're good to go. A walk, a bloop, and a blast. You got yourself a tie ball game again. That's all we had to do. Couldn't do it though. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, he got beat by the long ball, two long balls, right? The, the two run Homer in the first by Meadows uh, and then another one Sing later on. Solo. Yeah. So a shot by um, what's his name? Brandon. Wow. Second game though. Good bounce back victory from the Sox. Um, yeah, highlighted by a couple things. The first thing is diamond Dallas is, is it diamond Dallas? Is he back or is it uh Detriment Dallas. Are we going to, what are we going to, I don't know. <laughs> Break out your thesaurus. Um, yeah. <laughs> I love that shit. No, no, no. Um, I'm giving you shit, but I love that. No. Um, Diamond Dallas is back as fuck, dude. And um, can we get a, can we get a check on this? Is he going to be pitching in, in Houston? Yes, he is. He's going to be pitching on Sunday. As oh. of now, he is a projected starter against McCullers. Oh, I just, I can't wait for that, dude. I just, oh, it, exactly. Like, this is what I'm talking. Diamond Dallas is literally back at the perfect time. It's going to be so good. When he when he shuts out, when he gives him a, a nine-inning shutout, like, oof, oof, it's going to be nice. I, um, Dallas Keiko will not be going nine innings anytime <laughs> soon. Um, you didn't say no fast enough. It's going to happen now. Dude, sure. Sure, we'll go with that. Um, but unlikely heroes in um, the second game of this series on Tuesday yeah. against uh, against the Rays with you uh, got Mendick, Garcia, and who else? Brian Goodwin. That's right, the Goodwin gang. I so what is it? Hamilton homies, Goodwin gang, and the Carlos crew. That's that's the host of fandoms out there because the magical mates are are they're dead they're de the magical mates <laughs> i've never heard that one magical man lovers i don't know <laughs> sure <laughs> no um but yeah so we'll, we'll get we'll get to magical later but yeah it's this unlikely cast of heroes indeed like i am all here for brian goodwin just knocking in as many as he can I, I honestly, honestly, you, you saw, you have text message SMS proof that I thought that Brian Goodwin was going to be the walk off today because he, he was in, he was set the fuck up for it. And I was going to lose my goddamn mind. Yeah. Um, I'm worried that he's going to fall off, but I'm a big Brian Goodwin fan. I'll say that much. <laughs> it's it's in what have we been saying? Like these, these, Role players shine when they're put in the right opportunities. 
but as soon as they, you know, get starting level playtime, they start to rust a little bit. So the, the league catches up with them. They, the, the moment catches up with them. They show their true colors, What, however you want to say it. But this is, this is the fucking crew. Exactly. Until exactly. goddamn September. So let's make it happen. I guess. Shit. I mean, it's going to, it's going to be interesting to see who's in the everyday lineup when Hamilton comes back. Dude, well, uh, Billy, Billy's about to hit dongs. He, he was hitting for power right before he hit the bench, man. Before he's hitting for goddamn power. You know what they're going to do? They're going to put Brian Goodwin at, at third base so that Yohan Mankata can still be sick. Um, and then when <laughs> sarcasm, people, sarcasm, you know, you know, your uh, your co-host here is too busy chomping on some uh, some good old fashioned uh number dino one nu- are they dino nuggets no, they're just regular chicky nuggies man Dude, they don't taste the same they don't from, taste the same from uh from aldi so it's all good you know poverty you know <laughs> well speaking of poverty we're a poverty organization right we're not gonna go and get somebody we're not, we're not we better trade. i swear to god no 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 tony larusa tony larusa likes leary Tony Larusa loves Danny Mendick. That we're good, dude. We're good. He's the best talent um, so assessor. Is, is in Tony the gonna, is Tony going to create a burner on Sox Twitter? You know, we have we have the Hamilton homies. We've got the Goodwin gang. Is he going to create the Leary lovers? <laughs> oh no! I oh god! I him him, him and Johnny Nani will be the co presidents. <laughs> Oh, I mean, okay. You, we've said it once. We've said it a million times. We we cheer for Leary. He's been here the longest. He's like he was a crowd favorite at one point, but his time is coming gone, dude. I don't know. Like it, the funny thing is, he's, he's been played a good short today. He's been and third played a good third base today. My bad. My bad. It's all good. And on top of that, he's been an above average hitter in the league since. I don't know, over the past like 10 days. He's way better than your means been. He's been way better than Adam Eaton. Or yes, Adam Eaton has been. Way to pick a sample size there. That's that's really cherry picking. But I I, I mean, I get it. I mean, your mean hasn't even been relevant since May 1st. No, I know. It's been bad. It's been bad for your mean. Well, May 1st, it might be a stretch. I think he was decent through the first half of May. Like he's been batting like 150. Since like May first, I'm not kidding. May first, though. Oh my God! Somebody okay. can fact check on me on that later, but it has been atrocious. I mean, I can't lie to you. I, I, it's been atrocious, like a thousand percent. Anyway, we'll we'll chat about like who's in, who's out later. Yes, but we for will. Now, let's let's get back to you know our starting pitching. You know, so for today we saw Gio go out there. He was throwing. Pretty much 100% fastball changeup, which has been the uh, trajectory that we've seen him go on. You know, I thought that when he reintroduced the curveball, he was going to start throwing some more shit. And he really is just kind of, I mean, it worked. He, he got through what he had to get through. He just got, he, he was he was directing traffic in a way that I was hoping he wouldn't have to. Six innings, three earned. I'll take that out of Geo. It's a quality start, you know? See, okay, so dual standards from you, sir. You are out here saying, oh, Lance Lynn, um, he's pretty fucked up. Like, is he getting help from the sticky tack? Uh, He gave up three runs over six. And then meanwhile, Giolito gives up three runs over six. And you're like, honestly, I'll take it. He's pretty fucking good now, isn't he? What is this? What is going on with your brain? Only one bomb. That's the big thing. And And it was sixth inning. He lost focus. It's fine. Arm was getting tired. It wasn't earlier in the game. That's my first point. The second point is that that's one of the better starts we've seen out of Giolito this year. That's a, top, that's a top three start for him, whereas Lance Lynn's outing on Monday was a bottom three start for him. So Don't get me G- wrong. Yeah, I agree with you, but I just want to point out how double standard you are right now like the lack of logic is 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 astonishing it's a lack of logic but you agree with me <laughs> yeah so that's, see, that's the scary part that's the scary part <laughs> okay that's 
So that's what I got to say. I think, I think Gioito, <laughs> that's the thing. It's like, he's had so many rough starts this year. And I, by so many, I mean a few, um, where as outing like this, I'm cool with it. It's against a good team and he'll come back in his next start, uh, which will be against, I don't know, Minnesota, maybe. Minnehota. Um, it's a, uh, no, nah, I have no idea. So I should probably take that back. <laughs> um, but what I'm saying is going into his next start, I'm sure he's going to mow down whoever his competition is. Oh my God. I'm burping. This is terrible. You're embarrassing me, Steve. God. All right. Um, shit. <laughs> <laughs> the other two starters who haven't gone, uh, this week or so far this week, we've got Carlos Rodon. Who's your guy? My fucking man. I'm part of the Carlos Cruz. You see, I got inducted. Yeah. <laughs> I wish they would have kicked you out just because <laughs> it's you. I. That's just not fair, man. That's just not fair. Now, have you listened to the White Sox Talk podcast episode that is fairly recent with him? No, no, I, I have not been listening to our Chuck recently. Oof. I usually um, don't, but people were like, oh, you need to listen to this interview with Rodon. I did it. He is like the lack of energy, especially throughout like the first half of the interview. It's like a 20 minute interview is like hilarious. It, it's so bad. He's just like, he does not want to be there. He does not want to be there. Period. End of discussion. You can tell he doesn't like Chuck. No, that- it's awesome. <laughs> now that's a need. That's a must listen. Um, I, I wish we had time for me to pause this and then go listen to that and come back just to know what's going on. No, that's, that's a must listen for me right now, but I am not surprised. I mean, this is the, I mean, you DFA the man. What do you, what the fuck do you want him to like? You want him to fall in love with the club right after again? There's, there's all this bullshit he didn't get about DFA. He got non-tender, non-tender, same fucking shit. Very you different. Up, you end up not on the team, right? You, you're told to go fuck yourself. It's the same shit. Um, so they didn't want, though, they didn't want to give him a contract no, or a long-term million or whatever. Yeah. The, I think that was where he was up to like near that for whatever. It doesn't matter. What matters is you arbitration f- was like just North of five, I think. Okay. I thought, I thought it was like, or nine. maybe it was like six, but either way, like you told him to go fuck himself for that amount of money. And He's not going to like, even though we were the ones who came back knocking saying like all that love story about like that you hear from the media where it's like, oh, both both sides wanted to get back together, even though like you were non-tender, like the Sox were the most ambitious guys getting them back in the that's some bullshit. And, you know, you and I, everybody it, like who's got a brain knows that that's some fucking bullshit and that Carlos Rodon was offended as fuck but we were the only ones offering a realistic contract for what he's worth. So shit, man. I mean, yeah, I guess, I guess I that's a really good point. That's a really good point is if I'm a really good point, I'm not going to give a flying fuck when our Chuck calls me up either, you know? And like that attitude that he's had this whole season has been exactly what this team needed. Like the, I don't, the I D G A F attitude the I don't give a fuck attitude is exactly what, Carlos Rodon has needed all along and is found in this year's ball club. And I couldn't be more here for it, man. Like let's, let's fucking go. I don't know what to say. Now, did you at least hear the comments that he made about Manfred and sticky tack and, and all of that? Did he tell Manfred to go fuck himself? Cause I mean, at Basically. This point, he, he might as well be saying it to everybody. From top of the White Sox organization, top of the MLB, everybody can go fuck themselves. <laughs> that's see, that's great. That's right. what you want. Anyway, so here's you a, here's his here's his quote. Here's his quote. Um, so you know the whole sticky tack, whatever, and you know Chuck asks him like, "Oh, you're not using right?" And he's like, "Of course not." Like, uh, you know, my spin rate has stayed the same throughout my entire career and all that. But he quotes and and he throws Manfred under the bus, which is the best part. So he goes. It's hard to see when you're giving out 10 game suspensions for cheating, but you give the Astros no suspensions at all. If Rob Manfred can look himself in the mirror and say, Hey, I'm doing the right thing. That's fine. But if you can't suspend the team you actually knew was cheating during a playoff game, 
that's on you. He's going to play with a little chip on his shoulder in, uh, in Houston. I will say this. I will say this. When you're treating these Astros players like they're not even humans and just like shitting on them constantly. I'm not here for that either. Like, I'm not going to be the guy who's like, I saw a, a video recently where it's like a guy calls him over. He's like, Hey, let me take a photo with you. And it's, Oh, Redmond. you didn't like that. Huh? And then he said, no, no, fuck you. I'd never take a photo with you. And he takes a photo with like a fan. So you got I, a problem with that, Tom? You got a problem with fans I doing mean, that? Here's my thing. Like boo the man when they get to the plate for their first at bat and then move on. Cause they're getting this in every single, like, it's the same shit that I had a problem with with the Kopech thing. It's the same thing I had a problem with with the NBA and how people are treating the NBA players in the playoff mat in the playoffs. It's like I I know that these guys cheated and I'm a hundred percent, a thousand percent against them. They're trash bang, trash can bangers for life. They're the asterisks forever. But I'm not going to trash drag them. They've just been they've they've been dragged for so long now that you know it's time to just let it be a boo, a fuck you from the, like a like even I I'd say like yelling fuck you to these guys is nicer than what they've been getting. Like boo them, say fuck you, cheater, and then stop, and then you're done. Like back, get out of there. Then we're done. You know. Like, don't attack their, like, anyway, I, I'm just, there. it's been too much. It's been too much. But what they did in comparison to anyone else that's been getting flack, so, like, NBA players or Michael Kopech, another example, right? I, those, there's nothing wrong that those guys did, right? And, yeah, we need, I, I'll be honest, I've been in the camp of move on, it's history, it's stupid, and yes, they screwed up, but move on. But like, if fans are going to call them out on what they did, there's consequences to this Bill. I agree that as long as players aren't being attacked. So I know a couple of A's fans and I talked to them, right? Like I was saying last time out on the podcast or whatever, there were some seriously racist shit coming out of people's mouths. Astros fans at the Coliseum um, that that that's what's put a sour taste in my mouth is like people were like yelling slurs at Altuve and stuff. And it's like, dude, like I get it. The man cheated like he's okay, a you just cheater. took this a whole nother place. Well, this is where this is where my stance is coming from is like then say it first. That's why now I, I look like a dick. You don't. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, All right. I, I, you didn't know. But like, this is what I'm saying, though. Like, I'm that's where I'm coming from is like, this has gone to a place that it doesn't need to go. Let's just roll it back and be like, you know, boo the man. Tell All him right. the fuck off. Let's move on. So back to White Sox baseball, because that's what we're here to discuss. Not the Houston asterisk. Um, is the other starter that we haven't talked about. And outside of the Tigers, he remains the biggest question mark of this rotation. Do you think he's a playoff starter on this team or no? Hell no. Um, you know, you go with the four-man rotation. We're going to sweep everybody anyway. It doesn't matter. Let's go. <laughs> so do you want to give us your realistic take? Okay, my realistic take is, you know, I, unless the Tigers make the playoffs, which they're not going to, you're not pitching Dylan Cease and you're probably pitching your man's Michael Kopech in the fifth spot. It, it, we got a long way to go, but if the playoffs started right now, that's absolutely the choice that you'd be making is as soon as Kopech's back, he's your fifth starter. And again, playoffs aren't starting right now. So who knows what Dylan Cease is up to and what, you know, what other injuries we fucking sustain. Cause we actually haven't had an injury, a, a long-term injury to a starter yet which, you know, usually starters are the guys that go down and we're going to need these guys to all be hosses because we're losing our position players every goddamn weekend. So yeah, that that's, that's kind of where I'm coming from where if, <laughs> if, 
Dylan can't get this figured out by September, then it's it's all Michael Kopech's ball. But speaking of injuries to uh, all these position players, let's talk about Heaven's New Angel. Um, mm, Jesus fuck. <laughs> I hate this so much. The joke was funny like the first 17 times around. That's the thing, though. It keeps happening. It keeps happening. Like. So the physical, whoever the head trainer is, fire him in the offseason, please. Hire Bruhan Luke. Exactly, right? Hire a guy, Bruhan Luke, who uh, apparently is uh, an expert in this field. But he he does have – he – was the first person that I heard identify the issues of like, look, it's just, it's running. Injuries have always been an issue for the white Sox. They always have. It just was never glaring in the last decade because we sucked. So that's what I got to say about that. I, you sit, you you got to control, you got to control what you can control. And right now matter goals out for the year. Luis is probably out until the playoffs and Aloy is going to come back at the end of August, early September. So you're not a Herm Schneider fan. Herm Schneider has long gone. My friend, you long said last decade, you said gone. the last decade. <laughs> um, there were other practices as well that, you know, were a problem in the organization too, such as prospect development and scouting. Still a problem. Still a problem. Both of those still a problem. Marco Patty is not our savior. We need more than that. <laughs> I'm just well, I'm hey, throwing it out there. Why not? We can be the Cuban and Dominican national team combined, right? We're, we um, don't have any Dominican. That's the problem. We don't have a very strong Dominican farm system. Like we don't have a we good don't, pipeline. Except for your mean. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Everybody's left. Who, who bounced we'll around like eight, eight, eight teams before the White Sox. Exactly. And we weren't about to pull him up, but he forced the issue. So yeah. yeah. Well, it well, forced the issue. Yeah. Great. Thanks buddy. <laughs> Um, <laughs> he almost well, had that. He almost had that ball over the fence, Steve. I don't know why we're still talking about it. He almost had it. So I, I know y- you wanted to ask me about TLR's discussion about Larry and Mendick. Yeah, I just want to know what your thoughts are on on how much he loves these guys and how he doesn't think there's a need for a. It, it, you know, uh, before you go, before you go off, let me ask you more directly: Is this? just a way to you know pump up his guys while they're his only guys or is he really saying like no i don't need anybody else these are the men i need in the in the trenches like nobody else matters i'm straight in other words is this a tactic for him to bolster his guys like attitudes yes absolutely because he doesn't really believe what he's saying no, he's playing his cards right is what he's doing. And, and he doesn't, he doesn't want to give off the impression that everything's a dumpster fire and they need all the help they can get, which obviously wins, you know, talk. That is definitely part of it, right? Tony looks at the numbers. He says, hey, we've got this many wins and I don't want to freak out these guys by saying, hey, you have three of your, you know, star upcoming players the guys who are immediate contributors to this 2021 team and freak everybody out by saying, Hey, we got to work with what we got. You got to boost the morale of these guys. Right? So he's going to talk up his players. He's going to talk up the guys that he has to put into the lineup every day. In reality, he wants Adam Frazier. What you're telling me is Tony with the tilted cap is the hype man. Is, is that's what you're saying? Absolutely. Is- <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> This is, this is, this is his ball club. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm not going to say that. Now here, here, that's the thing though, is as much crap as we've given LaRusa and as much crap as he has deserved, um, he right now is keeping a level head and doing his best to boost this club's morale when three starters are out three everyday starters that are good players, very good players. I agree with you. I mean, he's, he's got a, he's got an office, man. You know, I don't even have a locker. So what am I supposed to say? Okay. Lance Lynn, chill. (laughs) That's (sighs) I just, he's still an asshole. He's no matter what he does. Tony, the is still an asshole that drinks and drives and doesn't give a fuck about anybody else in the world. 
and cares more about his Hall of Fame ring in his office than than his players. So I, but when I you're when you're a Hall of Fame, when you're a Hall of Fame baseball person, Tom, oh, you understand what it takes to build a championship ball club. I mean, and what he knows right now is that his owner, his big boss is a cheap ass. Yeah, and he's got no help coming, so he better tell Leary that he's his favorite baseball player because exactly that's exactly. what Leary needs he's- to win to to perform is is his man Larusa backing him. Right. So all that being said, though, I think he knows it. I think Han knows it. I think even our guy Kenny Williams <laughs> knows it. I laugh at that because fucking Kenny Williams. Um, he never gets in front of the media. What's up with that? He like never talks to the media. He does accept to tell you that they had a seat at the table. <laughs> in his golf cart. Exactly. Well, I'm going to grab a quick beer. Let's take a quick break. And then let's play a fun little game about who's in and who's out. Let's go. Tom, I got to ask, are you all bored the hype train, baby? What's the hype train? The, 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 there's a reason why I'm wearing this t-shirt today. The 05 man. world series t-shirt. Are I'm we wearing all- the over oversized 05 world series t-shirt that I bought off eBay for eight bucks <laughs> for good reason. We got the best record in baseball, baby. Yeah. We're, we're, I mean, yeah, it's all aboard, man. It's all aboard. I, I just, I love this. The thing, the stat that's been just driving me crazy is the fact that we still have like the best run differential in baseball or thereabouts. And we hit like the least amount of home runs. So it's legit. Like, I feel like I'm crazy for this, but I feel like it's all uphill from here. You know, like we're getting our guys back soon. We'll probably get some reinforcements and I'm hoping, I'm hoping that's the case for the offense. It does. It doesn't go all uphill from here for, the pitching the no, pitching, the pitching is absolute peak phenomenal absolute so i'm hoping peak. they can keep this you know unless if I, ryan burr it really is the truth like i think he is ryan burr man gave me a little bit of a heart attack today but um hey let's talk <laughs> let's talk about replacement level players uh coming to the rescue uh so far i know Jeez. we talked a little bit already about Larry and mendick um you just brought up ryan burr um <laughs> We got uh Billy Hamilton, your mean. May he rest in peace. Brian Goodwin, Adam Angle. I mean, did you say Adam Eaton yet? Adam Eaton, he's not. He's, I mean, he's, he's lower below. than replacement he's level. He's, <laughs> he's he has been so bad. A nine million dollar below replacement level player. Absolutely, <laughs> but we so, won't pay Carlos six million. We won't do it. But. I mean, it's starting to kind of feel a little bit like two thousand eight. Or pardon me, 2018. <laughs> I that's what I'm telling you, Steve. I had that feeling. It was like it was that feeling that I, I remember so vividly. It was the exact same feeling from like 2016, 17, 18, where I literally like who was it? It was Mendic got a hit or something like that. And then or no, no, no. Brian Goodwin got a hit and then Mendick came up behind him. And I was like, I was like, oh, look, the bottom of the order. It's moving. It's grooving. And then Mendick came out. I'm like, dude, fuck. Like this, the bottom of the order, quote unquote, just never ends. The bottom, the last six hitters are the bottom of the order in quotes. Like it's, dude, it sucks. Like, yeah, I, that's I think, or was it Leury got a hit? I can't remember the exact and situation, but I like just had that dread, and then he just grounded out, and I was like, "Why do we even do anything?" And on, on top of that, before today, your heavy hitters weren't hitting. You know, yeah. I mean, Yaz is getting on base, but you know, sometimes somebody's not driving him in. Um, yep. You've got Jose who didn't hit a home uh, until today. Until didn't today, didn't hit a home run in until today. June. In all of June and then back to like May 28th, I believe was the stat yeah. that I heard. 
That's nuts. Yeah. That's three weeks without a homer for Jose. Not not great. Not great. You know, that's not helping the home run total for the team. So it's good that he got it. And, and like you're saying, like our big boppers weren't necessarily contributing, but you know, Yaz with the walk off and and Jose with the uh with the big bomb. These are good signs. These are great signs. Absolutely. And Andrew Vaughn batting third and going three for five today. I mean, hey, I, I was thinking the other day, like, you know who hasn't like Brian Goodwin has stepped up more than, than Andrew Vaughn. And I think if we're going to be successful, we really need Andrew Vaughn to be the truth. So that's, <laughs> this is a good sign from today. You know, while Aloy, Luis and Nick are out, I agree with that. He's going to have to really, really step up and be, you know, well, more on. than just a guy who rakes against lefties. Luis Gonzalez isn't out, Steve. Luis. Oh, I'm. You know exactly who I meant. <laughs> no, okay, but not Gonzo. Gonzo. <laughs> That's what we refer to him in uh, the Sox group chat as. Yes, Gonzo. So is Gonzo? Is Micker Adolfo? Is is Zach Remillard? Are these guys that you? No, but Zach Remillard. He was he was a spring training uh, hero, if I remember correctly, with uh, with a few dingers to his name. Unless Jerry, Kenny, Rick, even Tony want this offense to be worse than Cleveland's. Oh, my God. Then, no, it's not happening. Mike Rodolfo will come up. He'll, over a 20-game span, will hit two bombs, bat 150, and strike out at a 40% clip. I mean, that's more bombs than the than Jose <laughs> <laughs> and he's batting he's batting 150 because those two hits were bombs yes that's exactly right no um that's that's really funny and that's probably super accurate um so you're not you're not game for a 40 percent strikeout clip you're you're more looking for a david peralta or a or adam frazier baby god damn it why do you gotta the keep pirates reducing? are in an all cell mode and the White Sox need a guy who is solid defensively, who can actually play a little bit of utility too, if needed. And that's not ideal for him, but you could stick him in a corner outfield spot if needed, if you wanted to play Mendick against a lefty or something. Um, and he's a contact hitter. You need another guy that's going to get on base, drive in runs, and he's going to be able to do that for you. Not you need to sh- you, need you need to shore up right now. I mean, you're really missing a a, a true hitter, uh, uh, like a true a true contact hitter on your team. He's that guy. He fits that need that Madrigal was. No, no, you need bombs, bro. You need somebody to hit bombs. There's no one on this team hitting bombs right now. Runs or runs. So who are you trading for? The all the outfielders we used we named before Stalling Marte. Uh, Peralta, uh, fucking Blackman, Blackman. There's your contact guy. Like, not right now. I just, uh, dude, I'm not about. Like, I'm not about to take pick up a pirate. I don't know. Like, I'm just the last pirate we had. I wasn't that that mad about. But you hated him, Ivan Nova. Like, that's the last pirate we picked up. Do you you really want another pirate, Steve? That's what you want. I'm just like I. I know. It's like uh, it's like in basketball where somebody's got to pick up the garbage points. Adam Frazier's picking up the garbage points. It's not, we don't, so, we don't so know. You, you, you think Rick Hahn, Jerry Reinsdorf, Kenny Williams are going to eat that Charlie Blackman contract? <laughs> if they're smart. <laughs> it's not going to happen. I'm, ah, dude. You're, it's you're an enormous heart, contract. It's an enormous contract. I, people, I think we over, people think we overpay Yaz? Oh my God, Charlie Blackman. Yeah. I know. I know. I, and he wouldn't necessarily be, but look, they, they paid out the ass to get rid of Nolan Arenado. So maybe it'll be the same shit. I'm just, who knows? You, you don't know unless you talk to him. So let's just figure it out. But in Peralta and Marte, those are, those are more op, the more realistic options. So, but be honest with me right now is middle, a, a middle infielder per, specifically a second baseman yeah. a ba- right now. Or is an outfielder a bigger issue right now? Yeah, I mean, shit. Yeah, I mean, you're right. You're right because your your second baseman is gone for for the whole season. No, no, like, oh, he might be back. He's 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 gone. Danny Mendick can't start another ninety games on this team. 
There's no way. There's no way. Oh man, that hurts my that hurts my heart. I yeah. like him as a guy. I like him as a player, but he is very rough around the edges. He's he a quadruple is, A player. Yeah, quadruple A all up and down. He's he's your Matt's. He's your uh, he's your 2021 Matt's goal is what he. Plus, he made an awful defensive play today. Yeah, horrendous. That ended up costing. It made Bummer go back into his head again. Yeah, you don't like it when Bummer's in his head. That's not ideal. Uh, no, especially this year. <laughs> yeah. Um, especially when you bummer is a ground ball pitcher and you get that ground ball and Mendick boots it. Um, okay. Well, well you wanted to talk about, Oh, like, I got a fun little game for us. Is exactly, that what you're going to refer yeah, to? Exactly where I'm trying to go. So I made a list of these guys here, um, who <laughs> are replacement level at best. And we need to talk about if they're going to be, I mean, this team is the best team in baseball right now, record wise. And they're on a path for October baseball and beyond October 3rd, because that's the last regular season game. Mm-hmm. So Here we go. Let's play the game of yay or nay. Are they going to be on the October 5th roster? We'll start with Larry Legend. I say yay. He, he's going to be on the team. And it's, it's specifically because he can literally play anything but pitch and catch. Like he can, he can. And I, it not necessarily like above average, although his third base was above average today, like we said earlier, but made a couple of solid plays for sure. Definitely I worth just, recognition. You know what? It's, it's just it, it, that utility is going to, it's, it's so useful when it comes down to it. Yes. And he gets, and he gets you, your slap hits every once in a while. For sure. Now, the next two guys I'm going to – I agree with you, by the way. I, I think he is the 26th man when everything's all said and done. Yeah, yeah. That's the way it shakes out. The next two I got to ask you about, and I think you're going to have to choose between one or the other or maybe even Nix both of them. Ooh, man. Brian you're... Goodwin and then Billy Hamilton. So Goodwin gang <laughs> versus Hamilton homies. I, every part of me wants to say gang, 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 but I can't, I Hamilton, like, and you're right. It is a toss up between the two. I don't think you nix them both. I don't think you do. And I think the guy that you take is Billy Hamilton. Cause this is the guy that we've been talking about from the beginning saying, look, he's giving you that, that outfield def outfield defense, he's giving you that. <laughs> And he's giving you that speed on the base pads late, late inning. You, you just every, pretty much every game that you're leading in the playoffs, seventh inning, you put Billy Hamilton in center after pinch hitting him or pinch running him. You know, that's ideal. That's winning baseball is what that is. So I don't know. Yeah, I, he's so, got to be on the. He's got to be on the roster. I, that's he, he just. He just and he's been hitting. So like shit, give him the bat, give him the ball, or give him the back, give him the mitt, let him go out there. I think it's too early to tell between these two. Bruh, this is a this is a flash in the pan for Brian Goodwin. I I love I love it, but it's a flash in the pan. I mean, in the I, it has been only four games. That's the thing, right? It's only been four games. Yeah, and your mean lasted a month, bro. I mean, Billy Hamilton can't hit his weight. Daniel Palka lasted two two months, I think. So I'm gonna come back to that because, <laughs> to be honest with you, I don't think off the top of my head right now, I don't think either of them make it. Bruh, I mean, so that's I'll move that's, on to the. Wow. I'll move on to the next one, Andrew Vaughn. Yeah, he's on the team. He, he has definitely made himself indispensable, whether it be left, whether it be backup second base, first baseman, sorry, whether it be DH, you know, he is here to fucking play and I'm, I'm all, I'm all for it. You know, let the, let the 23 year old, let him, let him roll. Just absolutely okay. let him roll. I mean, I'm with you. He makes my squad too. Adam Eaton. I'm going to start with Adam Eaton. Oh, he's <laughs> yikes. Um, 
I mean, you need if if Danny Mendick will get there, but if Danny Mendick makes the team, you have to have Eaton on the team so that they can bat five six in the playoffs and everybody can have a good laugh. <laughs> you know, that, oh jeez, that that's gonna be the World Series meme that that was heard all around the world. Um, <laughs> I I don't know. Adam Eaton is he's got playoff experience. <laughs> I mean. What is that supposed to mean? But um, I don't know. I like I. It's too early right. to say. Absolutely not. But man, this is this is the thing. The outfield is going to be the toughest thing to decide because you got like six outfielders that are potentials. You know, if you if you throw Brian, if you throw Brian Goodwin, Billy Brian Bird Brendan, <laughs> if you throw Brian Goodwin and Billy in there, and then you also have Adam Eaton. I mean, there's three outfielders right there. That doesn't include Luis Robert. That doesn't include Adam Angle. That doesn't include your man Eloy Jimenez. And exactly, by the way, Andrew Vaughn. You know, like there's seven outfielders right there. All of them, besides the two that are out for the season, are below replacement level or at replacement level. So it's like pick your goddamn poison or whoever you're a homier gang gang for like, you know, and dump truck does gets a lot of love. I, I gotta say, and dump truck is Adam angles ass. Yes. So dump truck does get a lot of love and rightfully so. So I, I mean, it's, it's tough. It's just tough. Right. Right. I, I mean, that leads me to Adam angle. He making it or is he not? I, man, I mean, if, if it started right now, Eaton's out angles in like, I that's it. I mean, yeah, for sure. And that's right now. But give him. And I if it's, a thousand if percent Russa, agree. I don't know though. Tony Larusa really favors veterans and 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 some serious uh, veteran uh, playoff experience comes into the mix when you're talking about Adam Eaton. So yikes, dude. I don't know. It's. <laughs> I don't love it. I don't love it. But angles in, Eaton's out. That's fine. Final answer. We're locking it in. Okay. Okay. Next one. I'm going to switch to pitching. Jose Ruiz. Oh God. He's, he's my fucking closer. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. He, he is, he's, he's real though. He's real right now. Like ride that, ride that as long as you can. Jimmy Cordero him for God's sakes. Like, Let's pitch him every day till he can't anymore. Let's rubber arm this motherfucker. Like, let's go. Okay. Okay. That, you got nothing to so say besides what okay I, to that? Here's what I'm going to ask you. Jose Ruiz, say they go out and get a bullpen arm. Who's the first yeah. arm to get cut? Burr. Or the right. first arm to get designated for assignment or sent down? Burr. Is it Burr? Yeah, before Ruiz. You shitting me, dude? Is, is it not at this point? Cody Hoyer, maybe Matt Foster. Oof, you're hitting at my my heart, dude. Like, no, nah, I mean Burr has options. That's the difference, though. You know, you can you can send. Him so does Hoyer. So does Foster. Man, dude, it, ah, that, like if this happened right now, you I know, mean, you're, it would be a decision. Bullpen's definitely going to be a decision in July, right? Yeah. That and that's I, you gotta see what's going on. You, you're gonna have a bigger sample size. You're gonna have another month and a half under your belt when you're making this decision. But I mean, shoot, you gotta put all three of those guys, Hoyer, Foster, and uh, Burr in that mix. I think Burr's on the up and up. Obviously, he's coming back. He's feeling good. Um, but yeah, I mean, look at his Instagram. If you don't think he's feeling good, he basically told MLB, "I'm the comeback player of the year," which is hilarious, and I love. Wait, it. Who, who is this? Ryan Burr. Ryan Burr commented on. Cut does he four. still? He doesn't follow us anymore on Instagram, though, does he? Probably he? said, "Fuck these guys." Yeah, yeah we haven't like, posted on bums. Instagram, and <laughs> yeah, we're not really active on Instagram. Original, um, originally followed us though. Yeah, something to mention. Yeah, we're we're, we're big, big Ryan. Deal. We're big Ryan Burr stands here. <laughs> I if I haven't made myself clear about that, no, he like he basically commented on Cut Four, which is MLB's like side account. It's their side mm -hmm. home, basically. Yeah, yeah. And it's the, um, meme. it's the meme account, exactly. 
and they said like who's comeback player of the year and ryan burke commented me <laughs> i love so that it's, it's swag pretty, him out this team swaggy. has so much swagger speaking it. of swagger you're mean is he oh. on the 26 or is he off uh God. And again, like if you're starting it right now, he's not, he's not part of the picture. You're taking Adam Eaton's <laughs> experience in the playoffs over your means bat right now. That's like, those are the, the X factors that you're weighing in like two non non important X factors. And you're going to take Adam Eaton over that. I mean, I don't know, man. It's just, Vaughn is more of a DH and the lawyer will be back by the time of the, like, if you're talking like when the playoffs roll around, I think he's going to float into oblivion, become the quadruple a guy, you know, but who, who knows too? Like maybe he starts spitting on sliders again and starts hitting dingers. I don't know. It's, he's got every opportunity right now. That's, that's what matters. He's got every opportunity right now to make it count and get himself back in the picture. But right now he's the most fanciest guy. <laughs> like you could toss him in and not think twice about it. A lot of people, a lot of people are saying DFA him yesterday, but I just, I mean, I think there's, a, we don't have guys to replace him yet. So what's, right. what's the point in DFA him like getting rid of him, Like, Unless if you're me and you're a Zach Remillard fan, you know, like, your your means off my list. Your mean is absolutely off offing list. my like, list. You're not. Yeah, I mean, he's. You're not. You're at not this sitting. point, unless he figures it out, and this is the time to figure it out. If he doesn't figure it out by the end, spot on the twenty sixth now. Yeah, we're talking end of June if he doesn't figure it out, right? Correct. Absolutely. Or if he doesn't figure it out by July first, which is when the series against Minnesota ends. That one ten game, you get him on the next flight out of Chicago. You got like so that's. This is the drunk shy Sox fan ultimatum right here. Absolutely, we, we to my guy, you're mean, and I love your mean. He has him, been carrying my fantasy team, but I need some more offensive production. You're mean. My fantasy team's falling off. We are essentially sitting here on June sixteenth, right? And we're saying, you're mean. You've got till July first. Yeah, two weeks. All right, let's talk on July 1st. Two weeks as of let's tomorrow. See. We'll talk so, before before the 4th of July. The episode that we indeed. published before the 4th of July, you'll hear it, and we'll talk about your mean if he's in or, or in freaking Charlotte. <laughs> right, or if I'm, I'm rioting outside of Champions Plaza for them to send him and make a trade for Adam Frazier. <laughs> um, God damn it with your pirates, dude. I'm not you already know. Last one, Danny Mendick. Is he on the 26 or is he off? He's on it. He's on it. Like, I mean, with All right. with your boy, with Madrigal Gonzo, and not, no, I didn't say Luis Gonzalez. I, I meant, like, Madrigal is gone. Yeah, he's, Danny Mendick has to, literally has to be on their rosters. <laughs> okay. So, right now, Tom, mm-hmm. what I'm looking at here, say, say Aloy and Luis Robert, not Gonzo Robert. Yes. <laughs> um, are healthy and ready to go in October. Right. Mm-hmm. So you've got your normal lineup and I made a spot for a trade as well at second base. Cause I, I, I don't see them not filling that gap. Ooh. I don't see them not filling that gap. One guy I forgot to ask you about actually, Tom, I can't believe I forgot about this. What about clam? Oh, Jay clam, Jay clam. I- I do love myself some Jay Clam. I um put him at second. Shit. I don't know. It's like <laughs> it's like J Crew, but J Clam. Yes. J period C L A M. J Clam. Yep. Um <laughs> I dude, man. He's gotta be on, right? I think so. I mean, fuck him. But yeah, he's in there. Like what a weird, what a weird situation we find ourselves in, folks. We're we okay. have the best record in baseball, and we so, have like twenty-seven replacement level players. Like so, right now, here's here's the problem. Here's the problem, Tom. If you put in your starting nine with the outfield looking like Eloy Luis Angle, right? Say that's right. your starting outfield for a game. Yeah. Right now, you have a problem. You have, and say Collins DHs. So, the 
nine guys who are hitting would be Yaz, Jose, whoever you trade for, T.A., Yoan, Eloy, Luis, Engel, Collins. Now, your problem, that would only leave you, Tom, with five roster spots. Or pardon me, four roster spots. And you're giving them to six guys. That sucks. That sucks. Danny Mendick, right. Bill, Billy Hamilton, Adam Engel. Angles in the oh, line. Pardon me. Though. Pardon me. So you've got five guys here. You're right. So, so I still got to cut a guy. Mendick, Mendick, you got to cut one guy. You got to cut Mendick, Hamilton, Vaughn, Leary, or Clam. Who are you cutting? God damn it. Who doesn't make the cut here? Your mean has, is already off. Adam Eaton is already off. Brian Goodwin is off. Who's, who's getting cut? Or are you not making a trade? Is this what they're doing? Is this what the front <laughs> office is doing right now? They're like, we've got so many... We've got so many guys that can get on base at a 310 clip. Why would we <laughs> trade for somebody? That's what they're saying to themselves right now. Oh, my God. I mean, they, they do have, like, the most replacement-level players in the world. Like, I don't know how they found all these guys, but they're all, like, zero war. It's impressive. I, I, it's, it's impressive to me that this team is the best, has the best record in baseball going into tonight. I mean, it's all pitching. It's it's just. I mean, it is I shouldn't absolutely say that though, all pitching. We just won a game eight to seven. So <laughs> for the most part, it is. It's all starting pitching. That's yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, and two guys that shut it down in the bullpen that are healthy. Yeah. Okay. Well, if I'm if I'm gonna put my foot down, I'm getting rid of Danny Mendick. I'm sorry. I I I love him to death. That's I, if they trade for a second baseman. They gotta trade for a second baseman, right? You you would think, but at the same time. I don't know, dude. I don't like second base is not the best position in baseball. There's not a lot of great second basemen out there. There Nick aren't. Magical. So go trade for somebody that's Nick under Magical contract and is good. A hundred percent. The best second baseman in baseball. <laughs> like, this is awesome. Coming crazy. from you coming from the guy that's like, fuck Mr. Three K magic. <laughs> but like, look around baseball. Ain't no other second baseman making jokes about how they're going to be Mr. 3000, like second base is the weakest position in baseball. Like, take a look. If you don't believe me, go take a look at everybody in the league. Hitting wise. Yes. Hitting wise. Traditionally, it has not been a great offensive position. The middle infield positions are never usually never great hitting. There's a lot of great shortstops though. You can't say that anymore. You got Trevor story. You, but they, but they, here's the thing. Tim Anderson. You've got, you've got it. The game is changing. The game is changing. Do you, who, do you know who changed that was a rod? When A-Rod was a shortstop. Oh, dude, I thought you were going to say Ozzy Guillen. That dude could not <laughs> hit his weight. Another that, another guy who is like a career 210 hitter. Well, you know what? I, I think we've I think we've hit the nail on the head here. You gotta you gotta get a second baseman for you gotta get a, a fucking Pittsburgh pirate on this bitch. God fuck that. I can we just like you know hit 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 him with a defibrillator, hit Magical with the defibrillator and see. What well, we I'll tell back. you what. The next time we record, I may have already been in Pittsburgh and watched Adam Frazier play. So I will give you the scouting oh report. He's it's true. Be- no, no joke. I, I will be in for the for the day game on Wednesday against Pittsburgh. That's very um, exciting. I, I'm happy for well, you, but I also don't want you to come back here with like, oh, he's he's so good. And then we trade for him and then he's just booty butt cheeks. No, better yet. I'm coming already with his bags packed and giving him a ride back. Oh, my God. I hate this road hate trip. This. You and Adam Frazier like coming to save the team. You already know. God damn it. We're, what, the, we're can, the best record in baseball. Call me Rick Hahn Jr., baby. Rick Hahn Jr. Jesus. Final Man. thoughts, Tom. We should probably um, wrap this thing up. Yeah, we should. Final thoughts. I'd say I'm a Han bot officially. I um I, I think he's done a great job, you know. And uh and, and like you we got the best record in baseball, and, and we like these replacement level guys, it's they're they're doing it. They're doing it to the league. So I'm, I'm worried. I'm worried that the overperformance from these guys is not going to last. I'm worried that our starting pitching will, we're not going to have two guys with an ERA below 1.8. Um, 
That's and, pitching. That's pitching in today's baseball, and we're not going to need him to last all season like this because we got reinforcements coming with Luis and Eloy coming right back, dude. I'm just. I mean, they're not Rick coming Han, right back. It is the end of the season when they're Rick coming. Rick has so. done it to the league with Brian Goodwin and Billy Hamilton. I, I'm just, I'm saying it now, and I'll say it forever. And Adam Eaton pickup, fuck it, that guy sucks, but he's done it to the league. Han is here. Han, Han has made it to the elite level. I'm a Hanbot. That that's it. I'm, <laughs> well, if if that's this is where we are the, now. If that's the case, do you want do you want to hit us with the the first line of uh of our slogan as we close this thing out? In Han, we trust, baby. Trade for a second baseman, we must. <laughs> Have a good one, everybody. We'll see you on a week. That's great. That's great. <laughs>